episode of 20 something more. Um, I realized that it's been a really, really long time since the last time I made an episode, but this is episode seven. I took a brief hiatus from making these episodes with the idea in mind that I wanted to like have a full-time co-host and someone that I could kind of go back and forth with instead of like just talking to myself for a wall or like dragging my friends on, begging them with like alcohol to talk. Um, but I wanted to like push more episodes weekly and I feel like I'll be able to do that now with my new co-host, but I also like dated someone for the past few months and I wanted to try and keep my personal life personal and like steer away from exposing my entire existence on the internet, but that ship has sailed. So anywho, I'm pleased to introduce my new lovely co-host. Take it away, Athena. Hello, I am so excited. Um, if you do not know me, my name is Athena. Oh, I don't know why I said it that weird way, but whatever. Um, my name is Athena. Um, I went to school with Megan, but we like never hung out, which is super weird because if you go to the same school, you'd think you'd see each other, but no, that didn't happen. 21 years of life. Yeah, it, I'm really sad about it that we have not. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Honestly, I still think I'm 18 sometimes. Like, I'll introduce myself to people and I'll be like, "Hi, I'm Athena. I'm 18." And I'm like, "Oh wait, no, I'm 23. I forget my age." It's just so embarrassing. Oh, my age right there. That's when you know. Oh god, just yeah. 18. Um, yeah. So we kind of met each other online, you know, just fun things like that. And I um, transferred actually from Kent and went to school in Georgia for a little bit, graduated in December and decided to move back home because, you know, life's expensive and I'm poor. So I'm currently living at home, saving up to move with Megan to New York. So I live in Florida, which, um, there's a lot of old people and it's really sad here. And you would think like Florida, like fun, sunny. No, it's dreary, old. I don't, it's just really boring. I actually went out, um, last night, like first time in about like two months, I want to say. And I was like, so hype. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get like tequila, like get hammered. Um, so everyone at the bar was like over the age of 40. I'm not kidding. Like me and my friends were the only people that were like in our twenties. And I, I just, I have no words. Like, honestly, this is true story. I like walk in, sit down with my like tequila pineapple, like serve the crowd looking for cute guys, obviously. And this guy is like in the corner and I was like, oh my God, he's kind of cute. So he comes up to me and like, I didn't really see him. I just saw that he had a cap on and I turned around. This man was 80. He was 80 years old and he was hitting on me. And I was like, he was like, what do you like? What do you do? Like, what's your job? Like, can I have your number? He's 80, like full out 80 years old. (laughs) And I was like, is this what I'm going to have to date in Florida? Like, do I have to date someone that's 80? Because that's not happening. But yeah. I never really understood why people like, go for like really really old I get the whole like playboy whatever but like I don't know how you could be like sexually attracted to an an elder man like I feel like I kind of maybe want to just try it and say like (laughs) it happened you know just for fun but he was just too old he I honestly thought he needed a walker at that point I had to like run away I was like I I gotta go you're you like, should have been like, do you need some assistance to your to your car or your, give a drive? And like, running away, and he's like, where are you going, beautiful girl? And I was like, oh, my God, just leave me alone. Like, I, no. 
But oh yeah, I don't can't even imagine. I thought guys were creepy here. Mm-mm. <laughs> you guys are another world. Like, you... oh, trust me, I know. <laughs> oh, we're gonna dive deep into this episode. I'm so um, excited. This episode is like, I want to focus on a few different things. Astrology experiences being one of them. Like, why I've always found comfort in. Um, seeking answers from like my signs and compatibility charts and like why I bring that into like my love life. Um, Psychics, like if they're bullshit or like everything they say is um, not true at all. Um, Kind of like leaning towards that, like the one that got away, like how do you move on? How do you get them back? Or like right guy, wrong time. And like how you deal with flings and asking men, like, what are we? Um, but I think the main thing I really want to focus on today, just because like, this is something that like really hits home for me, especially right now, um, is for settling for less than what you want and like ignoring the signs like so far in advance because you like that person so much or when your friends tell you that someone's wrong for you and like you ignore that or or, like, when should you tell your friend that someone's wrong for them or when you feel that way. So I kind of want to get into a lot of different things today. Ooh, we got some hot topics over here. I'm ready for it. I'm like Gosh, okay. already brewing. So Athena and I are both Aquariuses. So I, no wonder we're friends. Like I think when we like internet net, she reached out to me and she goes, listen, dude, like I have the best dating story that I could tell you. And off the bat, I was like, just, just text me. I immediately was like, give me your number. Text me, texted me this entire novel book Jesus. dating story about this guy. And I was like, yep, this is, this is my co-host. Like she is going to come on. If anyone is wondering, um, the novel that I sent her about, he didn't work out. I mean, are you surprised? It, yeah, <laughs> it like definitely is not a thing. But yeah, I, I had to send you the novel. I needed someone to tell this story since I knew that I had no way or no outlet. Um, and I was just like, she needs to just put this on her podcast. And yeah. then we kind of. You're never going to listen to this. <laughs> Maybe he will. Like, you're going to like. <laughs> he follows me on social media. I don't even want to tell the story because like the minute I say like anything about it, he would know. And I feel like he would like message me on like Snapchat. Cause we never, the funny thing is a little story like about him. Um, I gave him my number to text me about like going on a date and, um, he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll text you. Then every time we would talk, it was an Instagram DM. And I was like, what? Just text me. I you literally have my number. Why do you guys do this? I don't understand. I really just don't understand. I don't like, are you trying to, I think I feel like guys do it because they don't want your name on their phone or they don't want someone to see that they're texting you. So like Instagram DMs, you know, it's like more hidden. You can delete, delete Instagram yeah. DMs. You can, I do it. I've sent Sean Mendez 2000 Instagram DMs and I've actually deleted a few that were like a little risque when I was like drunk and something. <laughs> so you can, and he's never seen them. So it's okay. He like, doesn't know that I sent him. As if he's going to like go back through your messages and be like, Athena, she deleted that one message. She said that she wanted to suck my, <laughs> I hope to fucking God that me and Sean Mendes never like date or anything like that because I would have to be like, listen, when I'm drunk, I DM you. I don't know what it is about you, but I send you like an, int- I sent him like an itinerary of like every bar I'm going to, what I drank, <laughs> who I talked to. If I went home with someone like Sean Are Mendes, you serious? swear to God, like my, 
<laughs> I don't know why it's only to Sean Mendez, but Sean Mendez, He's if you're like, listening, people like question his sexuality. Did you know that? Under you know my friend in LA. I don't know if this is like everyone knows this, or maybe like I should send this to a gossip magazine or something. But I heard from someone that he is like 100% gay, and it makes me really sad. Like I'm happy for the gay community because they have someone so attractive but at the same time i'm pissed about it they gained an angel yeah beautiful angel. that's honestly tragic if he actually is gay and i've sent all those dms for no reason so with cody Kelly, like i'll always just like slide in his dms and every time they're annoyed like he has a girlfriend but like look at me being a homewrecker honestly <laughs> he's so cute i think humor is like what attracts me the most like when someone has like dumb ass humor He's the example of someone who just is so funny, but entertaining at the same time. And that's the kind of person we're looking for. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Anyway, we got really off track. That little tangent right there had absolutely... Sean Mendes has absolutely nothing to do with astrology. But shout out to Sean Mendes. That's all I wanted to say. Shout out to you, boo. Um, no, but uh, Athena and I are both Aquarius, so I think we probably think a lot alike when it comes to relationships. Um, they're kind of said to be like rebellious and they don't like being told what to do. Um, we're kind of just like weird and quirky. I would definitely say, because I'm not like, a, like when I go on dates, I, I tend to like overshare and, um, kind of talk too much about like myself and my personal life, which like things that shouldn't even be shared, like on the first date, I think like on my, like the last real first date that I had, um, I ended up talking about like what I wanted to name my kids. And like, honestly, that's really friggin' weird. <laughs> Which is so weird now that I think back to it. But I mean, like we ended up dating for like four months. So, I mean, I guess it's okay. <laughs> it was okay with it. I mean, share everything, share the dress that you want for your wedding. You're down to the ring. Anything. Yeah, I mean, asked me what my ring size was. So we were, we were vibing right yeah, there. We're really so, good. I, I feel, I feel like Aquariuses are very, um, they just trust a lot, like trust more often, I want to say. So I feel like when we meet someone and we feel that connection, we're just like, okay, we're going to tell you everything, our entire life stories, like family problems, relationship problems, every fucking thing. So I feel like like reciprocated, I will like dish out my entire life story. But then when I get like reciprocated feelings, when then I feel like overwhelmed, I feel like that's where Aquariuses are said to have like no feelings. Because if you're, like, overwhelming me with your feelings, even though I'm overwhelming you with mine, like, I'm going to pull back. I'm not going to like that at we all. We shut down. Like, yeah, the- we shut down. <laughs> and sometimes I think a lot of my friends used to tell me that I was kind of cold about things. And it's just, like, it's just I don't have that in me to, like, care that much. Yeah. If you're, like, pissing me off or something, I'm just going to shut it down and be like, okay, whatever. Bye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If something, like, is really bothering, like, if I know someone's mad at me and, like, I don't want to face the music that, like, I was wrong or, like, maybe it was something that I did, I will just, like, completely ignore the situation until, like, I'm, like, truly addressed by that person. I feel like that I that almost sounds so terrible, but I don't, like, go in and be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry I did this to you. Like, when I know inside that I did something wrong, I'm just, like, I have too much of, like, an ego and pride to, like, go apologize to that person. I feel like we're the person that are, like, oh, sorry, like, we we didn't see our phone or something. Meanwhile, we're, like, staring yeah, no, at like, like, on Instagram. Instagram, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> but I mean, a guys views on astrology, they think it's like complete bullshit, which is like totally rational because sometimes I, I definitely don't read my horoscope every day and think like, wow, this is how my day is going to go or this is like how my year is going to go. I think that's, that is complete BS. But when I look at compatibility charts, like the last guy that I dated or the most recent guy, which we'll get into like later on, um, he was directly across from me on the astrology. He was a Leo. And they are said to be like either it'll work out really well and you'll have a really great connection and relationship with that person or it could go really, really bad because you're so different. And um, I think that's like super important because reading some of their characteristics like in the birthday book, um, whereas like mine were like uh, don't like being told what to do and like rebellious, whereas his was like likes to control things and, um, wants to feel like superior, which, um, or it feels like all his like opinions are right. It's like, that's where you could see where those two people might clash. And that's when I believe in astrology. Cause I'm like, okay, that's kind of true for him. And that's definitely true for me. I so think I- it's important to look at astrology because you understand why the person is the way that they are. And some people don't believe it. And if you don't like more power to you, um, yeah, I think 100% everything on there I just agree with. And every time I've been with someone, and I've never been in a serious relationship, but um, I guess you could say like a fling maybe, or like I'm talking to a guy, I look it up and I kind of see like, will we match? Like, what is it that we're going to have problems on? That's super important because, you know, you start to see those issues arise, you're like, and like not that you should take all those things into consideration because it's definitely not all true but it definitely is like a comfort thing for me like when I see like oh this situation happened and that kind of aligned with who they were as a person according to like their astrology chart I'm just like okay that kind of makes sense who they are as a person how I need to go about issues moving forward do you think that every time that you meet it or I don't know I said do you think um, do you, um, look up his sign every time you meet a guy? Maybe it won't work out. Maybe it will. Do you? Cause I, I do. Time. It's a comfort thing for sure. Like I said, like you want to know, like my most compatible, actually our most compatible signs are Libra, Gemini and Aries. And mm-hmm. like a directly across from us is Leo. So like, like I said, it could either go really, really good or really, really bad. Um, so, yeah. So when you're looking for a guy, if they're one of those things, like it's more than and I dated both a Libra and a Gemini and they're both long term relationships, either four years or a year. So I believe that 100 percent. I got to I got to test it out once I find my um, mate. I don't know. Probably when I'm 40. <laughs> the dating app. In the next episode, we decided that we're going to make Athena Hinge profile. Yeah, I, I need maybe I shouldn't try Tinder. That's not like. I feel like I'm too old for Tinder, so. Um, There's trap. Okay, I feel like, okay, once you move here, you're definitely only going to want to be on Hinge. I feel like some people still do Bumble, and I I tried that briefly, and I still thought it was super, super weird. Like, Hinge is, like, normal guy. I mean, a lot of, like, Chaz and Brads, but essentially. I love that. Yeah, I love that. I just just want to, you know, I want to go on one date with, like, a Chad or a Brad, just for fun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the one time I truly went on a date with this, like this Chad. And after the date, like he bought me stickies, which is like the best chicken in the world. And he walked me back to my apartment. And like, I was like, I had such a good time. Like, thanks for taking me on this date. And he goes, aren't you going to invite me in? And I was like, 
Dude, he was oh, a Chad. That I I don't even. What did you respond in that I moment? Said, Are you, I said I have to wake up early. That that was my excuse, and I, and I never talked to him again because that's one so disrespectful. Two, like I just met you five flipping seconds ago. In his head, he said, "You know what? I'm taking her to the best chicken. She's." <laughs> She's going to want to fuck me. No matter what, I just bought her the best chicken in the world. I just bought all her drinks tonight, and I bought her chicken. It's a fucking shoe-in that I'm going to be in her bed. Damn. I'm going to be there. Like, all up in there. Don't care. Then he's going to... This is what was in his head. I'm going to sleep there. Then I'm going to wake up in the morning at 7 a.m. Say I have to, like, go to work, something. Say, like, peace out. I don't know. I feel like that's what guys say. Yeah. Uh, then he'll say, I'll call you. Never calls you again. Never sees you. And that's just the end of it. And He literally never talked to me or, like, messaged me ever. Never. Zero contact. I think he might have sent me, like, a snap, like, one time. But at that point, I received the snap and immediately unfriended him. Because I was just like... You're one of those. You're one of those. Just like creeps back you in. You could have kept it for like, I don't know, maybe like a little fun time, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That's we're gonna get more into that in, later in the episode too, because I'm just not one of those people. Like if I truly feel like disrespected by you, I I don't I don't know. Flings are definitely not my thing. Like hookups, definitely still not my thing. I've done them. We've all like I feel like everyone's guilty of that, but it's just like I don't know. It's just not not me. I don't know. At our age, I feel like I want to, like, act so mature. Like, yeah, I'm 23. Like, I have my life together and everything. I don't. Um, But I'm not into it anymore. Like, college me was so, like, down for it. And I wasn't looking for anything serious. And now, like, I am. I'm looking for, like, my future husband. So. (laughs) I feel like you've listened. You said, like, you've never had, like, a serious relationship. Like, I like I don't need to be in a relationship right now just because I've experienced that already and I'm only 22 so I'm like I have time for that but with someone like you you've never experienced that before like it's normal for you to want to experience that you know I just I, I like in my head I'm just like so if I get a boyfriend like what do I do like do I have to like there was a tweet one time about this girl. She's like, I don't even know what to do if I have a boyfriend. Like, do I need to walk him? Like, when do, is there a certain time I need to feed him? That's how I would be. I would be like, I won't. I'd be like, he's like in the corner. Kind of affect the way you treat them. Like, maybe you would come off like a little bit colder. Like, you don't care just because you don't know how to be in a relationship. Like, do you think like, you'd be like that in a relationship? Just kind of like oblivious to certain things or? The thing is... I, like, I love to pride myself on that I'm not a crazy girl, and I know (laughs) people are probably like, that's That's what a crazy girl would say. (laughs) That's 100%. (laughs) No, but seriously, I really, maybe it's because I'm an Aquarius, but when guys, like, do things that kind of piss me off, or let's say I see them talking to another girl at the bar, or if I see another girl's name on their phone... I just immediately shut down. I just don't care. And I don't even approach them or say anything. I just like cut it off. And I feel like if maybe that's my problem, why I haven't been in a relationship because I've never let it get to that point. But if I was in a relationship and I saw that, I would instantly be like, okay, bye. And like, I would want to go out or meet other people and I would just be over it. And you kind of can't be like that. So yeah, like you have to kind of be like, who, who is that? Who the hell is on your phone? You know, you have to talk to them. Yeah. (sighs) Let's talk through it. I Yeah, I've definitely had my fair share of, um, who's that? What are you doing? Why are you talking on Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, 100%. But, I mean, I'm not crazy. <laughs> We're not crazy girls. And I know that crazy girls do say that because I've heard it, like, in a bar bathroom. They're like, I'm seriously not crazy, but I have his locations and he doesn't know. I wouldn't do that. Maybe I want your location, so. Just okay, but listen. Sometimes you accidentally have their location because, like, if you have Snapchat... And you see, like, their bitmoji. Like, you know where they are. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've actually, one time, I was kind of talking to this guy, and we were in the car, and I mentioned to him, I was like, yeah, like, you were at your sister's house yesterday. He's like, how do you know I was at my sister's house? And I was like, oh, like, your Snapchat locations, like, they're on. He's like, I didn't know they were on. I was like, well, they are, because I always know where you are. You do now. He immediately, in the phone, like, took it off, and, like... (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was just... I was like, man, now I won't know where he goes. It didn't last long. Not surprising. Um, but yeah, he turned it off and I was like, oh, I shouldn't have told him. You definitely should not have said that. Like really, just like, I gave away one piece that I had of him. And he was like, I didn't even know those were on. I was like, great. Oh no. I, okay. So this, this sounds like super crazy girl of me, but like you, when people, no, they're very aware that they have their location on and they turn it off. Like they're definitely turning it off for like a specific reason. Like mm-hmm. there's why else would you just turn it off? Like I always have mine on. I don't really care if people see where I am. I'm usually home. So if you're a 40 year old man and I don't know you, like obviously I wouldn't see you, but like want you to see where I am. But if you're in front of you on Snapchat, like most of you live in Ohio anyway. Why do you care where I'm at in Manhattan? You know? I've always wondered if other people ever look at my locations like I know maybe someone does but like I've always wondered like is there some like mysterious admirer I have on my snapchat that like looks at my location is like damn that bitch is always home (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't have a life that's fine I'm laughing that's that's gold (laughs) I need to know if you are please let me know and leave a message in the comments <laughs> after I post that this this episode is live and let me know if you have a secret crush on Athena or if you would um, like to take her on a date if you're in the Florida area. Fort Myers area because then my locations will change and I won't always be home. So yeah, take her on a date. Um, you're going to get some food, maybe some drinks, some tequila. She likes to guzzle tequila. That was me last night. I got three drinks at the bar at one shot. I was like, round them up at the bar. (laughs) Round them up, cowboy. (laughs) Jesus Christ, this poor girl. I was like, sorry, I've had myself a week. (laughs) Okay, so let's let's carry on with like another topic. Um, Do you believe that there is a right guy, wrong time, or someone who like really got away from you? And like, how would you? No, I just, I, I really wish that I had the experience because sometimes I feel like at 23, I don't have as much experience with kind of dating wise as other girls do. So, but I've, I've never, I've, I've always just had like little talking phases with guys. I've never actually settled down or been really interested in a guy, which is kind of sad, but yeah. You're going to find that, like, I feel like you're one of those people that's going to get married before everybody else just because, like, you waited this long. And then one guy is just going to, like, show up out of the blue and be like, 
your person. You know what I mean? Like I'm just looking, I'm trying way too hard to like find my person that it's just not coming, but you're just that you're like, ah, it'll come when it comes and then it'll come and then we'll all be sorry. <laughs> well, I'd like to know where he is, but if that is the case, I'll be really happy about it because that would be great. That will end my 23 years of misery of being alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's about to be, I, this is my, a little over one year anniversary of being like single. I mean, I guess like throughout this past year, I've like um, been seeing people or dating people, but I haven't like actually had a boyfriend in over a year, which like isn't that long. It's just a lot for me because I was, I feel like I was always in a relationship. Do you feel like any of them got away from you? Kind of like maybe you ended it, but you feel like it just was too early or maybe it was the wrong time being age wise or college or something like that. I think that, um, yeah, yeah, I do. I feel like I've dated two guys in specific here in New York that I really, really liked. Um, the first one we, it wasn't really like an age thing. I mean, he was 20, 26 and I was, um, 21. So I don't really think it was like that much of an age thing. It was more so of him not being at that point in his life where he felt like he could give his all to like a girl. You know what I mean? He like took me to like a family event and, um, we got, we went on like some dates and then I'd go over to his apartment and hang out. And like, I actually like really liked him. It's just that when I look back at it in the grand scheme of things, like I should have known like the entire time that it wasn't going to go past what it was going past. But in my mind, I had never really casually dated a guy before because I'd always been in like a really serious relationship Um, that it just kind of blindsided me when it did end. And I was just like, was left with no closure or anything. So I don't think that it was like a right guy, wrong time. It was just wrong time, wrong guy. And then like the next guy I dated, like this one actually like, Oh, that one really cut to the core. (laughs) And this is so recent, it hurts. I, I don't know. I, I still want to say fuck him, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I wanted. That's all I wanted to say, but no. I, I'll leave that in there. Uh, if, I don't even think he'll listen to this, so it's fine. With him, I do feel as though it was like a right guy, right, wrong time. I don't know. Okay, so in my eyes, he was the right guy. And I felt that it was the right time for him. It was like, wrong girl right time kind of scenario like from the beginning of our relationship I feel like we always had like a super super good connection and like we just like hit it off right off the bat very first date and I just knew that I would really really end up liking this guy and it wasn't like um the first guy situation where I was just really really hoping it would go somewhere like I knew from the very beginning like our first date that this would with this would go somewhere I really liked this guy and I the feelings were mutual the entire time and he made that like pretty clear. Um, but then like there came points in our relationship, like the past four months where things that I would get mad about, he wouldn't necessarily even like really care about. Not that because he didn't care about me is because like of his age being 27 and me being 22, that we, we didn't see eye to eye on certain things that I felt were important and things that he felt were important, which I, is like super crucial in a relationship to always be on the same page. And because we weren't, I feel like he felt there was like a disconnect in where we were and that's okay. But I definitely feel like he was the one, like I, it's so new, it's so fresh, but I, I definitely feel like this is like one of those scenarios where 
he was the one that got away because I really tried to make it work in the end because I really wanted it to. How do you feel that you internalized the idea that you weren't the right girl, but it was his right time? Like, how, how do you feel about that? It, that really sucks. Like hearing someone tell you, like sit down and tell you that he's ready, like they're ready to like have a real relationship and really settle down with someone, but they don't, they don't feel that you're that person. And I don't think he was like completely set on that idea. I think that he was trying to convince himself like this is never going to work. And that's where I was getting frustrated because I didn't feel that way. Like the whole entire time, like everything that we would argue about or fight about, I felt that it was something that could always be worked through or like he, this would teach him like the things I get mad about and the things that he gets mad about, like kind of learn more about how we work because that's kind of how relationships go. But he, he didn't feel that way. He felt that I, my age kind of, was the deciding factor that we weren't on the same levels of life. Whereas that might be true in some cases where I'm not as financially stable as him. And yeah, I make like stupid mistakes and I still go out and like get drunk with my friends. But I was essentially on the same page where I wanted to like have a boyfriend and be settled down with someone, not in like, let's get married kind of way, but more in like, I want to be with you and only you kind of way. So I think that I can only hope that one day he finds someone that is the kind of person that he sees in his future. But I also kind of wish that would have been me. And I think that's where I'm still like sad and still kind of like coping with that. It's kind of weird because you're saying it's the age, but for someone our age to at least be like, you know what? Yeah. He's just kind of telling me that I'm not the right one, but you know what? It's okay. And I still hope that he finds someone. I think it's really big of someone our age to say that because girls normally would be like blowing up his phone, probably still checking everything. And like, it's going to suck for a long time. But I think the fact that you can like, at least just be like, you know what? It's not going to work. I can't beat a dead horse. Because you can keep trying and trying and trying and you're going to get the same response from him. And I feel like it's good that you know that now. And like now it kind of helps you. It's I hate when people, friends, especially bad things happen to them and guys kind of fuck them over. But it's such a learning lesson. And you can at least be like, you know what? Next time I find someone, I, I want someone that's mature enough to understand that yeah, you're 23, but you still, it's just, I think he should have at least been a little bit more honest about a lot of things in the beginning of your relationship, because now you just wasted all that time, which I don't think it's a waste of time. I'm not trying to say that, but at the same time, he should have at least been like, you know what, your age kind of like bothers me or the fact that you're always on social media, like that bothers me. I wish he was a little bit more honest to you. And I felt myself, this is kind of why I, like, stopped doing episodes for a little bit there, because I felt like I needed to, like, take it back a few notches, because I like talking about dating, and I like overanalyzing situations, like, on this podcast, and that is, like, kind of why I started it. it from a breakup, it, like, kind of drove me to, like, want to talk about it and open up the conversation, because I feel like it's something that's not, like, often talked about, like, why do things end, and, like, why don't things work, or why do things work, and I, like... 
I'm so interested in like everyone's thought process when it comes to relationships that I stopped doing it because I was dating him and I really wanted to see where it goes without like exposing like my personal love life on a podcast. But then I'm, and then I'm thinking to myself, like, why, why do I have to like not do the things that make me happier? Like the things that I enjoy just because like I'm dating someone, like, it's not like he was not telling me not to do it. Um, so then like I started picking up like the social media posts again and I don't know if it like bothered him. It might have, it might not have, but in my mind, I was always thinking like, oh, like if I post this like outfit picture and like kind of brand myself as like a micro influencer, like he's going to like think differently of me or he's going to like look down upon me, like the things that I care about and I put my energy into like is something he doesn't care about at all. I feel like with guys, especially like even when I post things, I'm always like, if I'm like talking to a guy or I have a crush on him and he follows me on social media, I'm always so like overcritical about what I post. Like even story-wise, I I still do this. Like stories or or any anything I do, I'm like, okay, well, he think that's weird because I'm just a very strange person when I find like a funny meme or something or like Rihanna like giving the finger in a in a pool like I'll post it on my story and I get so nervous I'm like well he think I'm weird but you know what if he likes me and he likes weird things and it should be fine like you should we should always be allowed to post whatever we want um but I think sometimes we get nervous especially if we're talking to a guy or we like a guy because we want him to think differently of you because you posted something whereas like I would look at his like I I obviously followed him on like Snapchat and Instagram but I never followed him on Twitter just because I I've seen his Twitter before he as he's seen mine um but it's very different than like things that I would tweet whereas like there I see like a little bit of an age difference just because I laugh at stupid humor like I go on Twitter to laugh. Like he, I think he got, he was the kind of guy that would go on Twitter to like get his news from like political, um, you know what I mean? Like I, it just, that's not what I use my social platforms for. And I think that was like a huge difference. And I don't know if that ever bothered him. I never really asked, but um, I see a little bit, a little differences like that, that maybe kind of drove him to think like maybe we're too different. Especially because I, I weirdly always check people's Twitter. That's like my first thing I do. And if I'm talking to you and I don't follow you on Twitter, just so you know, I've definitely looked at your Twitter. So don't think I haven't. Um, And I look at their likes too, because I sometimes don't (laughs) always retweet things. I look at it and I'm like, are they liking funny things or is it like sports or something just completely boring and irrelevant? Sorry if like you like sports, but, um, and I don't know. I think it's important. I want someone that I can, I want someone you can laugh with. <laughs> uh, or send me, like, cute dog videos. And, like, that was that was one of, like, our similarities. Like, he would do that. He loved memes, and he, like, loved sending me, like, random shit that he knew I would laugh at. But it's just, like, there are other things that I felt like I could never talk about with him because, I one, I didn't understand. And, like, I'm not a political person at all. Um, so I, like, when you have to, like, avoid conversations that you know that they would be so interested in talking about – that almost kind of has to make you reflect and be like, okay, like, is he the right person for me if I have to, like, avoid talking about certain things just because I don't know it? Like, I, I don't know. I almost felt like, it sounds so terrible, but I felt dumber than him. <laughs> like, I laugh at the dumbest, like, stuff. I don't go Do you on, feel like he about politics. Did he ever make you feel like you were dumber yeah. than him? Okay. 
No. So that's a good thing. But yeah, yeah. He never made me feel like I was any like less of a person than he was because of my age or like things that I did. But there was this is super, super important is like telling your friends that someone is wrong for you. And granted, when I brought I brought him around every single one of my friends, like every single one. And all of them um were so happy for me that I finally found someone that I like truly liked and like wanted to pursue su- per- ah, pursue someone with like someone. Why can't I talk? Am I okay? <laughs> are we okay? The Sunday scaries are pinning us in full effect at, wait, 10.22. Am I okay? 10.22. We're a little late to the game. Oh, God. Okay. So, where was I? <laughs> friends. Just oh, my don't friends. go fuck boys. Yeah. Yeah. They were all very supportive of the entire relationship, the whole, like, three and a half months, whatever it was. Um, but there were instances where they didn't tell me that maybe that he wasn't right for me when they would meet him. They, I said something in specific. They said that he had a weird demeanor about him. And, like, the fact that all of them said that, every single one that I brought him around and, like, no one decided to tell me because they were happy for me. It's just like, oh my gosh, like if I felt that way about someone, I would I would want them to know. Like I'm very like critical and like very open about who I like and who my friends are dating because I don't want them to like end up with the wrong person when I know that they could do better. I think as a friend and I know people will be like, oh, sometimes I just like she's jealous or something. You need to listen to your friends. I know that sometimes you want to make this person, you know, in your head they're perfect. They're amazing. Like he's so hot. He's great. He's funny. But if your friends get a weird vibe from him, it's because they're on the outside looking in and they can see that maybe he's a jerk or maybe he's not the one for you and that you're not compatible. And I think it's important. And a lot of the times I feel like girls will just like overlook it. And sometimes girls will be super like nasty if you give them the advice and they're like, um, no, what's wrong? And you you just have to sit back and be like, okay, this is like one of my close friends. She's just trying to help me out. And that's why I think even if you date a guy, never lose your friends. They will always be there for you. And sometimes the guy won't. Like maybe he will and that'll be great. And you guys will get married and like run off into the distance and be perfect together and get like a reality TV show. I don't know. But you need to keep your friends. They're very, very important. No, I agree, like, 100%. But I will always be open, like, if I feel like that a guy isn't necessarily treating my friend, like, the best. Or if I saw, like, it's not even, like, that he was treating me bad. It was um, if they thought that he was right for me. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that he was doing anything that was kind of rude or, like, condescending or, like, making me feel bad about myself. It was more so, like, oh, like, he's okay. Like, but I don't think he's right for you. Sometimes it's... I think your friends just want you to be with the best possible person in the world. That's how I feel. I always want my friends to have someone who's absolutely amazing, who gives them the world and who they're just great with like great chemistry. Everything is just like in sync and your friends, obviously, honestly, just, we're just like, no, he's just not the one for whatever reason. And maybe it wasn't because he was being rude. Like you said, like he sounds like a great person, but it was just pro- probably maybe your chemistry or something. It was just off. And yeah, maybe you didn't listen in that moment because you were like, you know what? I'm just going to give it a chance, which I think is okay because, you know, we're not always right about people. I think first impressions are really important. And sometimes I know that I'm a little shy at first 
And sometimes I give people the wrong impression that I'm like a bitch because I'm not so open. Oh my gosh. People say, say that yeah. I'm so intimidating. And I'm like, why do you feel that way? I don't like, they were like, when I first met you, I thought you were like 26 because you literally just come off so mature and like intimidating. And I'm like, why, why do you feel that way? Like I'm so, like the friendliest person ever. Yeah. And I think it, first impressions, like you may think I'm a bitch and then you kind of get to know me and it's different. So even with guys, you know, it is important, obviously, when they're meeting your friends, but give him a little bit. Maybe he's shy or like, I don't know, high or something. I don't, I don't know what he likes to do in his free time. Just, just give him a little bit. Maybe the second time will be better. But um, the last thing I want to cover is like out of sight, out of mind. Like how, how would you recommend to a friend like moving on from the guy that isn't right for them? Like, would you suggest that they block them and deleting and following? Do you think that even helps in any way? Uh, I personally, so obviously, as everyone knows, I haven't had a serious relationship, but I did talk to this guy for quite a bit. Um, and I really, really liked him. It was going great. And then one day it just kind of fizzled and ended. And it was actually two summers ago. And he was doing, like, the most. He was going out with his friends, posting snaps, drinking, doing all this stuff with girls. And it really pissed me off because at the time I was I was working two jobs and I was not really going out that much. And I just didn't want to see it. I didn't want to see him with other girls and I didn't want to see him with his friends. And I blocked him on everything. And it made my summer so much better because I didn't see it. And I know that it's really hard to, like, hit that block button or just hide them from everything, but it really will make your life a lot. And I tell my, I still tell my friends this, one of my, one of my best friends, um, she still kind of checks up on her ex-boyfriend a lot, which I understand, like she really still likes him. And I tell her, you just have to completely delete him, like control all delete from your life. You do not want to fucking see him. Everything he does, just nothing. Like, delete his friends, delete his family, delete everything. It's nothing against his friends, nothing against his family, but you need to go beyond him because they're going to post stuff about him, too. No, I agree 100%. I think it's based on the person and situation, too. Um, When I think of, like, blocking, like you said, like, this guy was going out of his way to post stories and, like, kind of piss you off, in a sense. But I feel like... um, someone who's not doing that and really doesn't post a lot, I don't really see a point in, like, hiding them from your life or pretending like they never existed. Like, of your story, they're a part of, like, your life. Um, but I feel like the mute button on Instagram has, like, helped me in a sense just so, like, I'm not constantly seeing their posts, like, on my feed. Like, con- like it definitely helps. And you're going to check up on them whether you follow them or not some way in some shape or form until you're over it. So I don't think that, necessarily blocking and following deleting helps them because I know even if I did that I have done that I still went out of my way to like text a friend and be like hey can you go like check his story or can you oh, go like, yeah. tweet it anything you know what I, I mean? mean I'm I'm giving this advice like I am the queen of like blocking everyone and like don't care but inside I still check up on this oh. guy delete bitch <laughs> two years later I'm still checking up on like what he's doing like what did he have for breakfast today did he post it somewhere I still check up on, like, my exes all the time. Not even because I, like, care about them. But, like, it's just interesting. I'm like, oh, where are they now? Like, am I doing better than them? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, how much money do they have? Do they get a new – do they have a new girlfriend? Need to know. Stalk her, too? Click, click, click. <laughs> all about that. And so far deep, like, into their family members, like, 
mother's brother's cousins trip. To, I'm like, on. I'm on their cousin's dog's Instagram. <laughs> it's like, how did I get here? What, who sent me here? He, this dog doesn't even know anything about him. But there's like one picture of him and the dog from like two days ago. I'm like, ooh, who's with the dog? With the dog two days ago. Hmm. What are doing? What'd they do tonight? <laughs> I love it. Okay. I think on that note, we've really covered all the bases of how the fuck you move on from someone who hurt you. And yeah, <laughs> don't be a fuckboy is my only advice. Yeah, honestly, yeah. that's that's my best advice to give to anyone listening to this, which will probably be on, at this point in the in the episode, Athena, I don't think anyone will still be listening. If you're still listening, don't DM Shawn Mendes. Well, yeah. But okay, thanks for listening. Next on the next episode, Athena makes a hinge profile. Yes, you need to listen next week because it's going to be great. There's, there's. We're going to cover all the bases, like how. Like I've done this. My first episode was the horrors of hinge, and I kind of walked through like my best profile. But Tongues. I feel like we're specifically targeting you. We are going to make the best profile ever. We're going to choose your prompts. We need to bring in some like. We need to bring in other opinions. Meg, I just have to tell you that I'm in Port Myers, Florida, and the choices of nails are just, you're going to be shook. I'm going to make it, and I'm going to read through it, and you're going to be like, you need to delete that right now. Like, get out, delete it. Like, a blog post, 20somethingmore.com is actually coming super, super soon. So, we will give you visuals of Athena's profile. So, if you come across her prof, do it. We'll give you visuals. Um, Thank you guys so much, and follow us on Instagram. Meg will give you our Instagram. Are you... Fake Athena on Instagram too. Yeah, things. Athena doing things. Athena doing things. I almost gave my wrong Instagram. You were probably gonna follow a fake Athena. Fake Athena is a fake account. Athena doing things. Well, I will link everything in the bio. Give us a follow and a shout out and a rating on. Oh my gosh! Cool for iTunes. All right, bye guys. Bye. That was really good.